Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Middle Ground. I am your co-host, Caroline. And I am your other co-host, Joe. And welcome. And we missed you guys last week. We, uh, I don't know. Um, Caroline and I were supposed to record, and just everything. We got the news on Friday about Roe v. Wade and... uh, I don't know how you're feeling, Caroline, but I, I texted C and I just was like, I don't have it in me to get on and talk about family secrets right? <laughs> and to give advice. I'm not in the headspace for it. And we always try to record true to time so that you're experiencing things with us. And we are really working to have some episodes in the chamber to put out that are fun and light whenever things you know happen and we can't get to the recording studio um but it just fun and light didn't seem appropriate did it no it didn't and I feel the same way and I have this guilt of like oh we should go on because we do need to be fun and light for people you know I feel that need but yeah it didn't seem appropriate appropriate at all to just be like, okay, guys, let's dive into family secrets during this time, you know, like, or any topic for that matter. I just felt like there's so much information that needs to be looked at and ours doesn't need a space right then and right. there. I agree with that. It's just we were taking up space, valuable space where people need to be listening right now and seeing how a decision like this is going to impact the health and safety of women all over our country. And uh, Caroline and I live in Arkansas, which is a very conservative trigger law state. And so things are already in action here. um, And we're already feeling the impacts of Roe v. Wade being overturned. And it's emotional. Yeah, extremely. It just is, regardless of... where you stand it's emotional because you can see how this is impacting women's lives and Caroline and I have some things that we've been working on this week in the meantime uh, we are planning an event for all of our Arkansas girls that will be coming up this summer late this summer I think is our game plan Mm -hmm. uh, where you guys are going to be able to register to vote you're going to be able to come meet with us Um, and we're going to meet up, have fun and get everybody registered so that this fall we have a better voter turnout. And that's just really important, especially to our Arkansas listeners. We would love to see you there and anything we can do to help you get registered to vote. Let us know. We also have some exciting guests lined up on the podcast, um, from Arkansas So keep an eye out for that. Uh, But there are going to be a lot of things going on on the podcast that are really important to Caroline and I. Yes. And if you guys ever need anything from either Joe and I, please don't hesitate to reach out. Yes, yes, yes. All of those things. Okay. So I know we missed our advice episode. We missed our family secrets episode. So today we are going to resume back into normal light topic we're gonna do family secrets and we will at the end of this episode do a few questions because I know that we had a few and you guys get with us and let us know if you would rather us release an extra bonus episode at a different time this month because we're totally willing to do that um 
I don't know. I, sometimes I just freeze. Yeah. And I end up not acting. Um, and I feel like that was definitely this week for us, which I don't know that that's the best right. way to be, but I've been in big attempts to protect the little piece that I have in my life so that I can adequately show up as a mom and a wife and a friend and all the things. Do I? I said all the things. All the things. So What's yeah. your grounding moment? My granny moment is I was able to go see my nephew again uh, this past weekend. He is the sweetest soul on planet Earth. Um, I'm obsessed with him. And he's a really good little baby. I just helped my brother and sister-in-law out. My mom and I went. And um, we got some good quality time. My sister-in-law is um, struggling just a little bit with afterbirth. You know, just normal things. But... Um, we were happy to step in and help uh, what she needed and um, however we could. But we got some snuggle sessions in and we went on walks with him and all the things. And um, yeah, it was a great weekend for me. That's such a fun season because he's what, four, is he four, three weeks old? Mm -hmm, He's three weeks. He's a little guy. Yeah. It's funny because like since we don't live there, they live in Texas. Um, my mom and I are like, oh my God, he's going to be so big. Like, we feel like we're missing out. Yeah. Um, and then we go there and he's like teeny. We're like, why did we think he was going to be like this huge toddler? Like, cause like they're doing all this stuff and like they've been, you know, just living their life, but it's only been three weeks. We're like, I don't know what we were thinking, but yeah, it's, well, it was time's funny. I'm so, I feel like since the pandemic time has just operated in my head in a way, it's just different. Yeah. Everything's different. Like I used to measure things by the school year and like by seasons and holidays. And I don't feel like I'm doing that the same way as I used to. I know. I definitely feel like that too. And I was just thinking like, I, it's weird because it's, this is my first summer where I'm not like, oh, it's summer. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Totally. Like, I'm not like, oh, like, yes, go to the pool. Like, not that I'm not doing those things but it's just weird and I'm like is that an older thing like am I reaching this older point in my life or is it because COVID and like the time of everything is thrown off I genuinely don't know I don't know either it could be a mix of both but it's so weird because I'm like how is it almost July I don't understand that I know I don't get it but anyway and then my um host sister who I lived with in Italy for a month she's coming to visit at the end of July um for a month what I can't believe that's already happening I know and I'm like how is she already coming like she's gonna be here like tomorrow it feels like and I'm like how it'll go that fast yeah it will seriously go that fast it'll for sure go that fast but um what was your grounding moment I got to have my entire family in town Uh, so my parents, both my sisters, their entire families and have everybody together under one roof. And uh, as always, that was just really, really nice. I don't know. It's nice whenever you can have everybody together, you know? Yeah. So fun. Uh, and should we wait with how loud that is? It's not showing up. Okay. So Um, if you guys hear a lawnmower, (laughs) we apologize. Yeah. If there's a lawnmower, I'm sorry. Caroline showed up to record the podcast today. Like this is, I feel like I should stop telling the stories of the chaos of us recording the podcast because it's how it is every time. And like, we don't have podcast recording studios in Northwest Arkansas that I know of that you can like rent time at. No. 
And so Caroline and I have a studio set up at my house. Well, most of the time that's fine. But today she showed up and the our range is broken at our house. Like we used it once and the oven broke. Oh no. And so there's a maintenance guy that's having to come out. So Caroline gets here. Matt was running out the door. He's like, by the way, I just got off the phone with the range guy. And this people are here dropping off a mattress and the guys out there mowing the lawn. Like there are just so many things happening all at once. There's a lot. So we apologize, but I don't think you can hear it. I'll look, I'll listen back, but well, anyway, it doesn't matter, but I had my whole family under one roof and that was my grounding moment because just the ability to all be together and have that togetherness time is so few and far in between. And it's just, it's fun. And I'm grateful that my whole family considers it important to make that a priority. Yeah, for sure. That's so important. And that can, they all can show yeah. up, like you said. Yeah, very good. But shall we dive into the, today's episode? Yeah, let's do you do have it. A, them pulled up? No, <laughs> um, I don't even know where my phone is. If I'm being... <laughs> do it. you have it? <laughs> okay. Um, I can go first. Okay, so like we said, we're doing family secrets and you guys showed up. I have not read any of these. I don't know about you. But we got so many emails. So many. So thank you guys for submitting in. We'll try to read as many as we can. Okay, first one. My gra- my grandpa is a musician and cheated on my grandmother for 10 years with one of the women at his label. He waited until my great-grandmother, his mother, died before leaving my grandmother and eloping with the other woman in Florida. They're still married today. Wow. Why did he wait till the mo- mom died? Just yeah. for approval? Yeah, I guess. His mom died? He waited until his mother died and then left her Ooh. real grandmother. For he didn't the... want mom to tell him that that was not okay. Yeah. I get that. Well, I mean, I don't get it, but I like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't want to hear what my mom had to say. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I get that. No, we do not get that. But yeah, that's wild. So I wonder if she's like, if they shunned both of them, like if her family doesn't speak to them, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I like this one. My sister was 19 and moved out of the house with her boyfriend. My family wasn't too thrilled about her moving out young with a boy to begin with, but little did we know that she had gotten married to her boyfriend the day she moved out and they hid it from everyone except one to two close friends for over three years. What? When they sat us down to talk, everyone thought they were engaged, pregnant, or moving. Nope, they'd been married and just felt bad lying about it, so they came clean. It's been four years since they came clean, and they just celebrated with a ceremony this past month, so everyone was able to watch them get, quote-unquote, married. What? That's hilarious. It was her sister? Yeah. That's crazy. My sister did that. Oh, really? She wasn't married that long, but my sister came back for Christmas with a guy that she'd been dating for a while. And she like handed out these envelopes to everybody as Christmas gifts. And we all opened them and it was their marriage certificate. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. And we were like, what? And my parents were like, what? (laughs) And I was like, I think it was my parents' first time meeting him. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't, I may be making it more dramatic than this. Because you were younger. I was young. Yeah. Because my sister was like 21. So I was like 12. Yeah. (laughs) But that's how I remember it. Ashley, right. If you're and listening that's like to a this, big thing in general. But when you're 12, you're like, 
oh my god you yeah know? like yeah. that's huge yeah news. so ashley if i just completely botched that i'm really sorry but <laughs> um <laughs> but they did not stay married yeah but yeah. yeah that's wild i don't know what i would do i'd be like why did you hide that from me you know right like it's fine i feel like that's what i would i'd be like why yeah seems unnecessary seriously uh, have you seen the uh, tiktok of the people and they got married during 2020 but they had their actual wedding during 2021 and they're up at the altar and the preacher was or the officiant was like so yada yada we come here in marriage you know and he says um Sarah and Parker actually got married last year on this day and no one knew and they like all freaked out. I didn't Have see that. Have you seen that? No. Like everyone's like, what? But it was like fun. Like yeah. they already engaged, but they got married in 2020 because they were just like, what's right. happening? Got married. I think that's awesome. And then a year passes and they have their actual wedding and then they were like, this is actually their first anniversary. Like, oh, that's kind of fun. Yeah, it was kind of fun. And so they got to celebrate. Um gosh I can't imagine I don't think I'd be good at hiding something like that I think I would (laughs) I think I guess it depends on why I'm hiding it do you know what I mean yeah that's true because to me I just don't have a lot of friends or family surrounding me that I feel like I need to hide something like not for my family I could see me doing it to others that like I do not care about but like my family be like yeah like we're doing this Cause Chris and I talk about it. Cause like he, this is going to sound really bad or funny either one, but he's not American citizenship. So we joke about, he would get it faster if we just went to the courthouse and got married. Right. Yeah. And, um, we like genuinely consider it sometimes, especially now a days. Anywho. Yeah. Um, hello, Joe and Caroline. First off, I've been a listener almost day one and love you guys and middle ground. Thank you. You inspired me and gave me the kick in my butt to quit my, quit my nine to five and go back to school for my dream career. Wow. Congratulations. As for juicy family secrets, my aunt is my dad's ex-wife. Okay. My aunt is my dad's ex-wife. My aunt is my, is my dad's, dad's ex-wife. ex-wife. I don't get so it. So your dad was married to your mom's sister your dad my aunt is okay let me just keep reading meaning she was married to my dad and is now married to my uncle his brother oh okay i had no idea until i was an adult and moved out of the house and somehow my sister found out they still don't know that we know my sister and i always thought she didn't like kids because she never came to visit with my uncle and was always awkward when we came to visit turns out it wasn't us that's crazy so your dad and mom had you guys and then no their her dad was married her dad got divorced and got married to her mom and had you guys then her uncle got married to, to the ex-wife the ex. before their mom. Yeah. Okay. No. Yeah. Before whose mom? Before their birth mother. 
The dad, yeah, the dad was married before their birth mother. Yes. And then they got divorced, and then the birth... The aunt married his brother. Yeah. That's wild. That is wild. Although, I feel like you hear all the time, maybe not all the time, um, and maybe it's just books I'm reading, I have no idea, where, like, (laughs) a spouse passes away, and then that spouse marries their sibling. What? Yeah. I have not heard that ever in my life. I just, maybe I just read about it. Yeah, I've never heard that in my life or read about it. That would be wild. That's wild. That's more wild to me. No, that makes sense. More sense to me. Because like you guys both lose like a mutual person that you love. And you connect over it. And you connect over it. Like I'm not not saying it's like, but like that, that I can get there. I don't understand like getting divorced and then being like, but I'm going to keep it in the family. You have the same (laughs) in-laws. Like, yeah. your in-laws would have to think you're crazy, right? And then do you go to that wedding? Like, did they have a wedding? I have so many questions. And, you, and you're probably the best man if you're right. the brother. <laughs> Maybe not. Or do, do they talk? I don't know. I have so... Well, they said that the uncle visited. Yeah, but the, the aunt never comes. And right. they were like, oh, I guess the aunt hates kids, you know, all the things. But in reality, there's that going on. Okay. All right, here we go. Hi, Joe and Caroline. I absolutely love your podcast. It has helped me through some of the most humbling times in my life. And because of you guys, I found the confidence to be the main character again. Oh, that makes me happy. Uh, I wanted to share a juicy family secret that I think you'll find pretty strange. My dad unexpectedly passed away when I was 17. A year or two before this, he showed me a box full of about 10 notebooks and said that if anything ever happened to him, that he wanted me to read what I wrote, what he wrote in them. When my dad passed away, my grandfather, on my dad's side, put most of his belongings in storage. A few months later, I remembered those notebooks my dad showed me and realized that I should definitely find out what he wrote. To this day, my grandfather still won't let me see the notebooks. It's been seven years since this happened, and I even begged my aunt to help me, but no luck. I have no idea why my grandfather wants to keep the notebooks hidden, but I find it very mysterious. What? Oh, I'd break in. I would literally. No way that that would get by on me. No. I would just dig and I would rage. That's odd. I would rage. Because it's like, why are you keeping those, Grandpa? Yeah. No. Angering. Do we need to help you break in? Yeah. We'll be there. Are we doing like a middle ground break in? Yes, we are. Probably shouldn't publicly plan it, but. No. Well, I doubt grandpa listens to this. Maybe though. Yeah. We're coming for you, grandpa. What? I know. Or did he lose the box? That's what I'm scared of. Oh, did he lose the box? I think that's, because why else? I don't understand. Yeah. Unless there's, unless there's family secrets in the notebook. About grandpa. About grandpa grandpa or did he lose the box i feel like one of those is super anticlimactic but also like could be and sad so true. like if he lost a box that is so sad so sad or Surely is the not. box a thing like is it actually real well the, they said that they'd seen it oh they had dad showed them the box and was like if oh. anything ever happens to me you need to read these what oh that would kill me no we're breaking in and then if we can't find them, we're interrogating grandpa. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're interrogating grandpa. <laughs> what? Just wait. Let's go. That's crazy. That is crazy. 
Yeah. Okay. I work at a zoo and I'm leading my first behind the scenes tour this week. Oh, that is not. <laughs> is this a Q&A? <laughs> nope. It is a grounding moment. I'm on the, because um, people submitted them into our question box and I just read a grounding moment. So LOL. Now to a real one. Um, my grandma is an immigrant from Germany, so my great uncle was a Nazi in World War II. I feel like that's more common than not. Yeah. Like, I just feel like people don't talk about that. It's sad. Yeah. It's really sad. Um, are you ready for mine? Yeah. Okay. I've been behind. Oh, love listening to y'all's podcast. I've been behind, but I always seem to catch up in no time. Also, happy belated birthday, Gardner, and happy early birthday, Frankie. Oh, so sweet. Uh, so I just heard about this a few months ago, but my cousin on my mom's side dated my uncle on my dad's side, and that's how my mom and dad met. But then my uncle on my dad's side also dated my grandpa's son's cousin. Confusing, I know. Family drama is complicated just with the people in my family. What? So what I'm getting at is they all mixed from side to side? Yeah. That's crazy. So there's tensions. Is there... Oh, there is? Are tensions? I... That's... Yeah, that's what I gather. Gather. Did they meet because of... Like, is it... Is it a small town? That's what I'm guessing. It has to be. It has to be. Right? Yeah. Wild. I don't have anything like that. Do you? I'm trying to think Um, of... We should have started with our family secrets, but I don't have any. I think my dad has a cousin who's him and his wife's parents are married to each other him and his wife's parents like my dad has a cousin so like they got married and they both had a parent that was widowed or divorced and then they like met because their kids got married and then they ended up getting married so now their stepson and their son-in-law are one and the same yeah yeah, I I think I've actually heard that in real life too, like something like that. But it's I feel like it would be weird, but like the plus of that is like you can just go one holiday. One holiday. Yeah. It's still weird, like it would make me Yeah, uncomfy. but like if you're an adult, it's not like they I I think it would be weird if that happened and the parents got married like when you were kids and you grew up as like older kids in the same house and then y'all ended up together or something like that. Like, yes. I think it's less weird that they got married as adults and that's how their parents met. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get Do you know you. what I mean? Or like, if they had kids. Oh, that would be really weird. Oh, that would be really <laughs> weird. Like, you and your husband have the same half-sibling? <gasps> yes. That would feel, like, bad. Oh, it's I don't... It's not. I that's bet, the thing. I bet that that exists out there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. And that's, like, very hush-hush in the family. So would that half sibling then like be genetically similar to your children? <gasps> oh yeah, yes, kind of. They would have like fifty fifty, right? Genes, because it would be your sibling, half sibling, right? <laughs> I'm getting confused. But but it would be a half sibling with your wife, half sibling 
like with your so it'd be more related to your kid to your kid than a normal half because like for instance like my well no I was trying to like relate it to your half siblings but it's it's hurting my brain well yeah so like it would be like if your mom and dad no it wouldn't (laughs) (laughs) Shelby so like my half sister only shares a quarter of genetics with Gardner. Yes. But if Shelby was Matt's half-sister and my half-sister, they would share more than that. Yeah. I don't know. Wild. And then what do you call, like, what would the child of those parents call the husband and wife? Brother? <laughs> what? You would Whose c- children? Okay. So her parent, so <laughs> the generation, the older generation couple, uh-huh. their child, uh-huh. what would that kid call the husband and wife of the younger? Brother and sister? Yeah, brother and sister. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Okay, anyways. Wow. That's wild. Caroline and I just got really lost in that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of my family secrets. Um, I don't know how true this is, but I think it is true, and I've told it a lot. But my, I mean, it's not really a secret. My grandfather, who's from Hawaii, he was going to play for UCLA or USC for football. Like, he was getting recruited. He was really good. Then he blew out his knee, so he wasn't able to go, which was really sad. And it, he got depressed because he wanted to go to the mainland and get a scholarship. And so he had to go to the community college in Hawaii. So he's going to the community college. He's depressed. You know, he's like, my career is over. Like, he was going to be like a big football player, right? And something happened. I don't know what made him do this, but he punched his teacher in the face and they <laughs> banned him from the school because they were like you can't punch a teacher right right and you be- shouldn't punch anybody just no you shouldn't punch anyone as a side note no but he punched that teacher got kicked out of the school and he couldn't I don't really know how the story goes but he couldn't get into any other school in Hawaii or he couldn't afford it and so his family sent him to California Community College to figure it out like just you're kind of troubled, like go away, right? Then he met my grandmother. So I always say if he didn't punch the teacher, we wouldn't be alive. Ooh. Yeah. It's not really a secret. It's more of like a coincidence. But that's the only one coming to my mind. It's not wrong, though. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Anywho. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. I'm all out. Oh, you are. My uncle recently found out he has four daughters, but for the last 32 years, only thought he had three. Okay, I thought he thought... I thought he found out about all four. (laughs) I was like, shoot. Same. Wow. That's crazy. I wonder how many men don't know they have kids Oh, yeah. I know. No puppies. It has to... Hey. Hey. Oh, wait, there's more to the story. Sorry, I'm reading on Instagram, like, slide-ups. Okay, 
So my uncle recently found out he has four daughters, but for the last 32 years only thought he had three. His new quote unquote new daughter is from before he was married. She wrote him a letter and mailed it and they were able to reconnect. And now I can't imagine our lives without her, her husband and their twins in it. They fit in perfectly and we are so lucky she reached out. Aw, that's crazy. I feel like I hear a lot of happy stories about stuff like that, but I wonder how often it's happy versus sad. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, we are 90% sure my mom's cousin is her sister, but my grandpa died before we could do a test. Okay, wait, cousin? I know, I'm confused too. We're 90% sure my mom's cousin is her sister. Can they do a genetic test? But the grandpa died before they could do the test. But they could do it with the The sister. sister. They should do that. So that means that would be the whole debacle like the couple stories ago, right? Yeah. Except it's with the sister instead of the parents. Right. Yeah. Crazy. Um, found out my dad was married before my mom from a sub in front of my journalism class. Oh, that's awkward. That's a very small town thing to happen. I wonder if they live in a small town. I feel like if you live in a small town and you've been married, like you should just really be upfront with your kids because someone's going to tell them. Oh Yeah. Someone's going to tell. Unless, like, that is a secret. You know what I'm saying? I don't think people necessarily... Maybe people do it intentionally, but I feel like a lot of people just don't know that it's not common knowledge, you know? Yeah. Crazy. Okay, so my mom's sister, my aunt, married this guy. And they set me up on a date with his brother. But we told them we didn't go on the date. But in reality, we have secretly been dating for a year and are almost engaged. Okay. My mom's sister married this guy and they set me up on a date with his brother. If they set you up, why are you lying about it? Yeah. Yeah. And it's not even blood. It's your, it's like if I went on a date with my aunt, my uncle, I guess, but not blood-related brother. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Girl, you should tell him. Right? <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's something we don't know there. I know. Yeah, they set you up. Come on. Um, my uncle was a male stripper in my, in college, sorry. My uncle was a male stripper in college and my cousins don't know. <laughs> You got to do what you got to do sometimes, yeah. <laughs> That's really funny. That is. How do you know, though? Did they tell you? Um, my grandma met her dad's second family when he was dying at the hospital. <gasps> no. Oh. That's devastating. That is crazy like, because. Grandma, how could you do grandma like that? That's crazy because you would be mourning him, right? All of you. And then you're mourning that on top of it. And they're right. probably and doing the angry. same thing. Unless they did know about you guys, but pro- maybe not. 
and there's like resentment and then he dies oh my gosh that's horrible yeah I've always wondered how people keep second families I think I've talked about that on the podcast yeah we definitely have come up like on previous episodes like this but I just can't comprehend it I like even cheating's hard for me to comprehend because I'm like that's so much work so much I don't know how people do it. I have so much empathy. Like, personally, I could never cheat because I'm like, no, I'm just going to break up with the guy. Like, I don't want both. I can't do both. (laughs) Right? It's too hard. Matt's always like, I can barely, like, handle one relationship. Yeah. Can you imagine two families? No. No. And then make it to your deathbed, literally? Yeah. Like, that's insane. And then... What was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, have you seen the girl on TikTok who her whole shtick is um, uh, doing the loyalty test? Oh, where she slides in people's DMs? Yes. Crazy. I don't even get that because I can't even fathom dating somebody that I thought I needed to do that to. No. Do you know what I mean? No. Yeah. I definitely like, know Like, if you, you think that's an issue and you need to test it, dump that person. Yeah. But it's like literally nine out of ten times they're cheating or like like the girl in question i'm like oh my god oh my god i don't understand that i don't either i don't either i don't know should we do a couple q a's yeah okay oh wait okay my single grandma has been dating a great guy for a year no one knows and i'm the only one who does wait who has been my single grandmother has been dating a Hell great yeah. guy Go, grandma. for a year and no one knows but her, the granddaughter. I'm glad grandma's seen someone. Yeah. So awesome. Okay. Q&As. Let's do it. Okay. I have an ad- one for our advice episode that we were supposed to do Thursday. Okay. Um, firstly, I've been listening to since day one and have loved every episode. Middle Ground is one of the only podcasts I truly enjoy and find value in. So thank you all for your hard work and dedication to continuing to make content for us. I'm thankful for you both. Well, thank you. you, And thank you for being patient with us as we have not consistently dropped episodes. Although I feel like we've generally been good over the last couple of years. We've just had some hiccups, some hiccups as life has been crazy. And Caroline and I live far apart, which we've talked about on here. But anyway, thank you. Now for advice. I just graduated college a year early and am committed to living in my college town one more year while all my friends finish school and work. Oh, and I work. I'm going on my third year of living with my high school best friend. We've always gotten along great, partly due to the fact that she's an Enneagram 9 and avoids confrontation. (laughs) Lately, that has become an issue between us. When I do things that seem to bother her, I make an effort to create a safe space and time for her to tell me how she's feeling. She brushes it off and avoids difficult conversations. I thought all was well until she went to one of my other best friends and shared that she actually was upset with me. I decided to approach her one final time over text and thankfully she was comfortable enough to admit that she was upset. After having our first combo resolution for the first time in seven years, I found myself mentally drained and realized how much energy I've spent over the years worrying about how she is feeling because she struggles to communicate it. Also, she doesn't have many friends outside of me, so I've always put energy into making her feel included in my own friend circles, and it's just all come to a head recently. I know we're both good for each other in ways, and we will be friendly enough to manage living together next year, but how do I know if I've outgrown this friendship? If I have, should I communicate that to her or just write it out this next year? Thank you. 
feel like you can talk on this because Enneagram 9, Matt. I'd like to start with I don't believe in outgrowing friendships. Yeah. Which true. I've talked about on here. Like, I just don't believe in it. I think that the concept and the phrasing is... Um, like you're better than the person. Yeah. Whether that's what you mean or not, I think, like... I think it's totally valid to go in different directions, but I don't think there's such thing as outgrowing someone. Um, and that's just me being picky with words. It's not me criticizing you. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that the words that we use hold a lot more value to us than we think. Uh, I, uh, oh, that's so hard. Cause it, to me, it's so personal. Cause my, my sister's a nine, my mom's a nine, my husband's a nine. And it's hard. Like, mm-hmm. like you say that she doesn't communicate. She won't do this. She won't do that. And I feel like for people who are Enneagram nines, like that's really, it's not just like an active decision to not communicate. It, it's their, their safety. Yeah. It's not that easy for them to just say it. Yeah. And so I would say you probably, if you're going to live together another year, need to start prioritizing strategies in order to communicate with each other and create a safe space for both of you. But I worry that living together, if you guys have been friends that long, living together another year could hurt your friendship. Now, Because it may just be you guys are moving in different directions and you need some time to be going in those different directions, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I say you have three options. You can try to change it. And you guys said you talked and did all that and you can continue to do that. Or you can accept it and accept her fully. Like we've been talking about, like she's a nine at the end of the day, her thought process is different from yours and you have to fully accept that. Or you leave and remove yourself. Um, those are basically your three options and any life, uh, thing that gets thrown at you so yeah if you choose to stay another year then yeah you're gonna have to fully accept her for who she is and learn those tools to better communicate with each other well and I think you have to commit to whatever it is of those three options that you choose like you have to commit fully because otherwise you end up building up resentment expecting a certain result from her and I just don't think that that's realistic right Because, like, you've known the girl for a long time, so you know how she operates. I would definitely be putting up a boundary and having a conversation, though, about how it was discussed with a mutual friend. The problems were. Like, she said her roommate went to a mutual friend and talked to her about it, and that's how she found out. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah, and, like, for me, that's a huge no-no. Yes. I always like to be very honest of, like, yes, I know that you need to process things and discuss things and talk about things. Totally fine. But please pick somebody that is not a mutual friend of us in order to put them in an uncomfortable position. Right. Like, rather come to me or talk to your because therapist. Because then that friend has to choose between, quote unquote, like, backing you up and, like, not, conf- like, saying what you confided in. Or they have to decide to, like, choose to lie to somebody. Exactly. Like, it's just, it puts them in a really bad space. And that's the goal as a friend is to never put people in that space. Right. Yeah. But good luck with that. That's hard. Yeah, it is hard. Um, Okay. 
I feel like I'm not enough lately and that no one even sees me in my sport advice. In their sport? That's what like, it says. Like basketball, swimming? No idea. Um, doing those things isn't about being seen, I think would be my best bit of advice. Like that doesn't really have a lot of detail as to what problem specifically you're experiencing. So if you're feeling not seen, I think that I would take the time to rethink on why you want to be seen and why that that's the value in that you sport hold. to you. Yeah. Do I? Like why that? Why, why can I speak? Why, <laughs> I can't, I can't why, form the why, sentence. Why, why, I cannot form the sentence. But yeah, I think, I'm just going to not try. I think that, um, yeah, you have to come to understand that uh, it's not who you are, it's what you do. Like how we were swimmers. It's not like who we were. Like, yes, we were swimmers, but if that makes sense, like, it's just what we did at the end of the day. Our identity doesn't need to be connected to that. Right. Fully. And you don't do those things in order for people to view you a certain way. Or if you are, I would highly recommend rethinking it because you should be doing those things because of how they make you feel or the joy that it brings you or how it makes you feel healthy or whatever it is that it fits into your lifestyle because of X, mm-hmm. you know? If it starts becoming about I'm doing this for other people and like how they perceive me, things go downhill quickly. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Do you have one? I don't have anything else. That was my okay. only email. Um, on the Q and A, Instagram box said, uh, "How do you deal with burnout?" Ooh, burnout. Yep. Gosh, you know. I have experienced a different level of burnout that I had never experienced before this year. And I don't know what it's from. I don't know that I'm feeling like burnout specifically in one area. I just feel tired all the time. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm combating it by trying to actively get outside multiple times a day. Uh, I'm trying to walk multiple times a day because my energy level has been so low. It's hard for me to like work out or get that stuff in. And so I'm trying to make sure that I'm still moving my body in some capacity. Um, and I'm setting little accomplishable goals that I know I'll achieve because it makes me feel good to be able to check something off the box. Yeah, for sure. And even if that's like basic things, like I'm also backing, like, I back way off of my schedule when that happens, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, what's my advice on that? I would say... Uh, yeah, maybe try to get to the root of why you feel like that. Like, is it just because you're genuinely exhausted? Like, it's not... It may not even be, like, quote-unquote burnout. It might just be like, okay, you need to slow down and like get in the moment and realize like what actually matters. I think that helps me a lot. Just like, well, like you and I were talking about before we started recording this episode, I have been in like something about me is I never really, when I was doing wedding photography, I never really was behind. Yeah. Contractually behind. Not that like it never happened, but for the most part, 
Like I told clients 12 weeks and my goal was to get done things in six weeks. And so if I was really stressed, it was because it'd taken me eight weeks. I was still within, like it was under promise over deliver. Yes. And since leaving photography and doing content creation and having the podcast and all of these things that we're doing and becoming a mom and renovating a house, it's the first time in my life that there was so much on my plate that I fell behind and I'm having a hard time. And I think this is where that burnout feeling comes in that my recharge sessions aren't enough to recharge me in order to do everything I need to do. Like I'm perpetually behind yeah. And like, if you stop to actually recharge, you're even more behind and then that worsens right. the problem. Right. Yeah. And so I think that if you're in that situation, ask for help. Like that's the biggest piece of advice that I can give. I'm still behind, but like I talked to Caroline and we took off May, which has put me in a way better spot. Like yeah. we are much less behind than we were we've had time to catch up on some things and it's not perfect. Like I'm still a little overwhelmed and I'm working to kind of move things off my plate slowly, but surely because I'm just doing too much, but the people around you are usually willing to help you in some capacity. Right. Exactly. If they're good friends, you know, yeah. Um, or good people in general, but, um, yeah, I'm sorry going through that. But also there's light at the end of the tunnel always. And that's, I think another, you know, thing to stay positive about. It's like, it will end. Like you will come out of this, um, whether that's, you know, reworking your whole life or staying in that same spot you're in and, you know, figuring how to manage it. Um, Either options are great and you'll get through this. So yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to read one more. How do you go about beating insecurities that aren't external? Ooh, those are my hardest ones. They're really my primary ones. Yeah. Um, affirmations. They're so cheesy, but they work so well. <laughs> yeah. Like I actually had this conversation while I was getting my hair done this week and everybody was saying they were working on these new morning plans where they meditated and they did all this stuff in the morning. And the one piece of it that they didn't feel comfortable doing was affirmations. And I asked why? And they said, well, I feel silly talking to myself in the mirror. And I'm like, but why? You love to hear those things from other people and you love to say them to other people. Why don't we like to say them to ourselves? Why don't we like to look in the mirror and say, I am beautiful. I am um, capable. I'm independent. I'm resilient. I'm strong. I'm you know, mm-hmm. I think we need to be saying those things to ourselves. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think that's a huge one for me is affirmations and uh, just mindfulness. Giving yourself time and space and uh, meditating. I That's huge for me. Yeah, for sure. I have a book that, and I guess like the, what's it called? Five minute journal book Mm -hmm. does this. I don't have that one, but I have a planner that is from Presley Page and I've linked it before in my bio. I think it's, or my Instagram, I think it's on my thing, but I can share it on the, uh, can I talk middle ground Instagram? Anyways, um, it's a planner, but at the big, like 
uh, top of the page, it says, um, no, I can't remember, but it says something. And then below it, it says affirmations. Yeah. And you write that. And I do that every single day. And it's different. Like I am capable of anything I am. And I write multiple and they're all different every single day. And that's helped me like so much. Also, sometimes just writing down all the insecurities you're experiencing on a piece of paper, crumbling it up and throwing it away. Yeah. Like just to get them out on paper to really see it and express it. I think that that helps too. I'm trying to think of other tips I have. Um, I try to smile like when I'm in a really bad place and not even like super bad, but like if I'm having an off day or off, you know, moment, I just like actively smile and it actually triggers you to be in a better headspace because you're like using the muscles in your brain's like, okay, she's better. I don't know if that's a good thing, (laughs) but that's what I do. Um, that's my Enneagram seven. I'm like, everything's fine. We're good. I've Uh, never heard that tip. Yeah. I like literally like I could be. And the thing is, I don't cry a lot. Not that crying's bad. Don't get me wrong. I have a hard time saying that out loud because I'm like, I don't want anyone to feel like if you cry, you're like, that's bad. Carolyn happy cries a lot. Yeah. I happy cry way more than I actually cry. Like, I don't know. Because I don't think of you as not a crier. I just don't think of you as a like, I'm a sad crier. Yeah. And I'm not. But I think it's because when I'm stressed, I become an Enneagram one. So I'm very like, okay, get to the bottom of it. What's going on? Like, I don't have time to cry in my head. And that's probably not a good thing either. So I need to go talk to someone about that. But anyways, um, what was I going? Why were we talking about crying? I don't know. Um, anyways, try smiling. Maybe that will help. I'm listening to you. I don't know why I was talking about that. Mm, Not sure. But yeah, affirmations, try to smile. Um, I know that everyone struggles. Like, I think we get caught up in comparison. Like, oh my God, so-and-so has it perfect. You know, or I wish my personality was like this person. Like, no, you got to get out of that. And you got to realize you are who you are and show up and be yourself and that's all you can offer and that's amazing yes because there's four what was it one in four hundred trillion chance you're alive that's insane yeah that is nuts I I like to think about those things like statistics like that when I'm sad I'm like Wait a second. I was meant to be here. I uh, started amazing. following this little blob on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Do you follow it? No. Um, I want to say that its name is Lenny. Yeah. It's, it's Lenny is the Instagram handle. It has 720,000 followers. And I've been watching a lot of its videos. We'll share one on the Middle Ground podcast story on Monday. I'm going to send it to you. Okay, perfect. But it, it does a lot of that, like, affirmation. Oh, it does. And it's just a little cartoon blob with a cute little voice. Oh, that's cute. Also, I just thought of this. I think um, a good thing to do also is know your love languages and love yourself like that. 
I agree. Because like affirmations, yeah, I like them and I write them down. And this is going to sound really arrogant, but like I think I'm hot shit most of the time. And I don't need words to know that. Confirm that. Yeah, confirm that. But like what I like to do is take myself on dates like because mine's quality time. Yeah. So like I do that and that really fills my cup and then I can just sit with myself and think about whatever and write down stuff, journal, you know, whatever the case is. I like going to get a meal by myself. Yeah. And I'm an extrovert. Yeah. I know. I like it. I I, think people should do that more. I think so too. I put that on my Q&A and people are like, how do you do that? I'm like, no one cares about you. Yeah. (laughs) And no one cares about you. Like, and if, if you're uncomfortable, like if it, like take a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's nothing wrong to take a taking a book out to dinner. You know what I realized too? Like, I think I'm in this stage of my life. I think I'm the most confident I've ever been, and I don't really know why. Like, I'm trying to get to like, oh my gosh, like I'm so proud of myself. But how did I get here? Kind of thing. But I was in Walmart last night, and I saw a girl on the phone, but she had her uh, headphones in. And she was talking out loud. And I rem- I was like, I took him, I didn't even like notice her really, but I did. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I remember being younger and thinking I could never do that because <laughs> I was so shy. And I was like, I'm not confident enough. Like, cause I don't know. I just always viewed people like that. Like, oh my gosh, like they have so much confidence. I do that all the time. Yeah. And now I've never thought about how bizarre that probably looks. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh my God, like I totally do that now. And that's something I would never thought I would be able to do ever. So I just thought it was like a little, it was a moment for me. Yeah. I'm like, huh, weird. Anyhow, I think that concludes our episode. We'll be back next week. We will. You can find us on Instagram. Go check out all the things we said we would post. Yep. And Um, thank you guys for writing in. We really appreciate it. Yes. You guys had good stories. Y'all know where to find us at Middle Ground Podcast. We love you guys and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.